0: It's the Urban Parlay with your host Sandra Dubose. A vibe with the tribe that'll take your stress away. Right here on the Urban Parlay. Bonjour. And welcome to the Urban Parlay podcast. I'm your host, Sandra DeBose. And this episode is specifically for those of you who are entrepreneurs, who are, are aspiring entrepreneurs, or who are even thinking about titillating up with the idea of becoming an entrepreneur. And I'm so excited to introduce this beautiful young lady that you see on the screen. Let me tell you, about this serial entrepreneur. I'm calling her a serial entre- entrepreneur, but I'll let her verify if that if that is true. Um, but this is Kimberly H. Winborn. She is the Money and Mindset Win Strategist and the owner of Kimberly Winborn LLC, which is a business, communication, and finance con- con- consultant company. She is a motivated entrepreneur of over 20 years who helps entrepreneurs and aspiring entrepreneurs access their next level, and win through personal, professional, and financial development and resources. She uses this same model to support women in transition through her nonprofit, Beauty 180 Incorporated. There's so much more, and we're going to get into each of them, but just so we can get this conversation started, Kimberly Winborn, welcome to the Urban Parlay podcast. Thank you for having me. (laughs) <laughs> you know what? It's my pleasure to finally sit down and really be able to unpack life with you. Um, I've, you know, living in the Triangle area, we definitely um, are familiar with a lot of the same circles. I'm always seeing you post about different events that you're doing, and so I know that you are definitely a mover and a shaker. And so I'm excited to be able to kind of sit and get to know you just a little bit better and more about your journey. So thank you so much for taking time to be here with us today.
1: Awesome. Thanks again for having me.
0: Absolutely. Okay. So let's start off with serial entrepreneur. So when I thought about you, mm-hmm. that, was the, that was the thing that came to my mind because it's not just, oh, she has a business. Whenever I see you, there are many different expressions of Kimberly Winborn. So can you talk about being an, a serial entrepreneur? Would you consider yourself a serial entrepreneur? Thoughts about that?
1: So that term is uh, one of those that uh, has its pros and cons because entrepreneurship by definition is about risk. And when it comes to risk, you can take various paths, right? So you have to always be pivoting. You have to fail in order to succeed. And so as a part of that journey, of entrepreneurship which i've i'm over 20 years now as a part of that journey there are some things that worked and some things that didn't and the things that worked is what i kept mastering (laughs) or trying to master right okay and so i i can associate very well with serial entrepreneur i get it but i believe i would just say i'm an entrepreneur because entrepreneur is about shifting it's about risk It's about having uh, multiple streams, potentially, you know, and that's not just entrepreneurship. That's just, you know, great money management. And um, so, yeah, I would say, yeah, I definitely wear a few hats.
0: (laughs) I like that. I like that you said that. And the reality of entrepreneurship is that you have to be willing to try and fail, right? Yeah. Yeah. And there is no um, shame in failing because it's about the learning of what works and what doesn't. And I think a lot of times that people are kind of stuck on the fence. A lot of times they have analysis paralysis because yes. they're so afraid to fail. Like, what are people going to think? Or what if this, what if that, but you have to understand until you get comfortable with the journey and everything, all of the implications of that, that it may not go well, That, it, but it's really about being willing to go out there and to try. And that's how you get to success. Would you agree with that?
1: Absolutely. I absolutely 100% uh, agree with that. And I, I'm considered a leaper. So my mentor uh, calls me a leaper. She has different categories Mm -hmm. and a leaper is a person who does just go. Um, I may not have all of the details. I may not have all of the resources. I may not have all of the parts of the puzzle, but I just believe that if I go out there and I jump towards it, that Mm -hmm. it'll all come, it'll all fall into place. And I think as a result of that, that's why I wear so many hats. Um, People say that term, uh, that phrase, Jack of all all trades, master of none. And yeah. the thing is, I have been able to, and this is not ego, but I've been able to master according to what people say a master is 10,000 plus hours. Mm-hmm. I've been able to master a few things because when I dive in, mm-hmm. and this is one of the things that I think people need to understand when you dive into something. Yeah. You really got to dive in. You have to do research. You have to be willing to sacrifice time. See? You have to be, all of that. Yeah. So that was especially when I was younger. Yeah. I didn't have a daughter. You know, I didn't have the same responsibilities that I have now as I've gotten older. So yeah. I was able to take that time. And mm-hmm. instead of going to the club or different things like that, I would be online researching, uh, looking things up at the library because you know back then we, we went to the library more so right. than the internet. And right. then the internet kicked in, and you know you, you pay a lot of money to get a computer in your house. I remember two o'clock in the morning on my Dell computer. That was the first computer I bought. Right. And researching, um, going to the library to print it because I didn't have a printer at the house. But just really diving into the businesses, and so that's how I was able to able to become a master of a few different things so yeah
0: I love that and so let's let's go back a little bit yeah and just in terms of the entrepreneur mind shift some mind shift Mm
1: -hmm. so I'm really
0: curious about your upbringing so are you someone who grew up with a mom and dad who maybe were entrepreneurs were you immersed in that culture and in that mindset talk to me about your belief systems as a kid what you were taught to believe about entrepreneurship and what you saw that kind of planted those seeds in you to give you the confidence to be a leaper because it takes great courage and great faith to do that so how did you cultivate that
1: you know you just said it faith okay My mother is a woman of God, like great faith. My grandmother, woman of God. I saw my grandparents have their own business. So my grandmother, she's a seamstress. People would come from near and far. She's on little Washington, Washington, North Carolina. Okay. People would come from near and far to get my grandmother to make their prom dresses, wedding dresses, you know, all these different things, even men getting their suits tailored. And so she started that business. I I cannot remember her ever not sewing. She taught us how to sew through my mother. And then my grandfather had his own landscaping business. And now I didn't know that they were entrepreneurs, right? I didn't. They were just working, Mm -hmm. right? For me, they were just working. I didn't know what an entrepreneur was until Mm -hmm. I started that path for myself. And I remember, actually, I I had been a business owner for a long time, Sandra, like Mm -hmm. five years or six years, somewhere between five and 10 years. And somebody called me an entrepreneur. And I had never even thought about, I had never even thought of myself as an entrepreneur. You know what I wanted to pursue? I wanted to pursue freedom. I wanted to pursue being a business owner and being able to create jobs for others. That was the reason why I wanted to be an entrepreneur or a business owner. And so, what inspired me or what Fueled me was my mother always told us we can do anything, yeah. we could be anything, and she was a single mother of three. My dad died when I was maybe five or six months old,
0: mm-hmm. and so
1: my mother is just she's in uh, early childhood education. Okay, and those are the greatest people on earth because those are the people that are feeding our children very early and and helping to cultivate them into who they are alongside their alongside us their parents and so she really poured into us that we could do anything we could be anything so I danced early on I realized I didn't love dance as much as I love singing so I sang all the way from church at five years old until after college Mm -hmm. you know I sang with uh, our dear friend India in a group And so my mother would encourage that not only would she encourage that she would tell the whole family. So a lot of times they would be a part of those things, but then she would travel Mm -hmm. to experience even all the way to Elizabeth city. When I went to college Mm -hmm. and just as my best encourager and cheerleader. So -hmm. that's really, truly the motivation. It wasn't some seeing somebody, you know, necessarily do and be, because I didn't even understand that my grandparents were entrepreneurs until I grew up, grew older and realized, yeah, they were business owners. Right. Um, so what inspired me was just my desire to want to give back to my community, to see that not many African-Americans, especially women mm-hmm. were business owners, providing businesses for people in their community. And so it was like a heart thing. Yeah, it's something that I want to do. And I got a 50 year goal. So I got to, I got to kick it in the, I got to really kick it in gear (laughs) to do some things that are on my list to accomplish um, by 50 in order to, in order to kind of follow the path of the success that I set out for myself.
0: That's fantastic. I mean, most people don't know what they're going to do tomorrow. I mean, more or less by the time (laughs) that they're 50 years old. (laughs) So, yeah.
1: I mean, I love- it changes, it, you know, purpose changes you. So, when you walk in purpose, which mm-hmm. I, I truly try to walk in purpose, mm-hmm. it does change your footsteps. So, there are some things that have changed,
0: sure. but
1: I, you know, I overall try to, to remain focused in purpose, mm-hmm. uh, remain focused on the vision, and as a result, then I just walk that path. But I knew at eight. At the age of eight, I knew that I wanted to be a business owner. Really? At that time, yeah. At that time, I wanted to be an attorney.
0: Mm-hmm. I wanted
1: to be an attorney. Okay. And people say I seem like an attorney the way that I.
0: Yeah. You the, got way the pearls and the, the hair. You got the look. You got it all. <laughs> oh, I
1: have the look. But they my <laughs> friends joke and say the way that I interrogate them. <laughs> I seem like an attorney. But uh, that was my goal then. And I went to college. I got my degree, my Bachelor of Arts in English, communications, because I knew that would be a great uh, degree for that particular goal. And then somewhere along the way, I just sat in class and I realized that that wasn't the path that I needed to take. And I wanted to have my own business. So um, I I was in in school for my master's at the time. Mm -hmm. And I pulled out. I just withdrew. I got up one day. I withdrew. Really? And I went to cosmetology school Okay, and uh, I co- did that in eight months. I was determined to go ahead and knock that out. Mm-hmm. So I did that in eight months, got my certification. And that was my first business as mm-hmm. a hairstylist. As a hairstylist. Mm-hmm. And you, yeah. you,
0: you're wearing it so well, darling. So, Thank you. So very well. And Thank I love a, a lot of the things that you said, because, you know, for those of you who might be listening to us, you know, all of those things, and, and I'll just talk a little bit about my path to entrepreneurship, which really made me start to do a deeper dive to what are those characteristics of an entrepreneur? And yeah. some of us, you know, one of the things, quite honestly, I came into entrepreneurship not with intention. I've always been a singer like yourself. Mm-hmm. So the being an artist, and a lot of times it's not until you, you know, you grow up as an artist, but you don't really see yourself as a business Right. You know, a product, not not until you start to really take that gift seriously and consider going into the industry of entertainment, then you start to recognize, wait a minute, I'm a product. I am the product that they will be selling. Right. And so my brand and all of these different things and contracts and people making money, all of these things become reality where you have to start to see yourself differently more than just oh this is funsies I like to sing I like no 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 if there's money that's going to be made so now you have to begin to shift your thinking you have to begin to do your due diligence about how is how are businesses run right and seeing yourself as that product and starting to do your due diligence about those things because we see so many stories of iconic artists that end up broke right? Over and over again. How does that happen? They had the popularity, but they did not have the paper. So how do you prevent that from happening? You have to get your business mind as well, that left and right brain thinking, you know, in tandem, right? So it wasn't until I started to see myself as a business and started to go out motivational speaking and stuff like that, that I started to consider this idea of entrepreneurship and the possibility of all that that means, I know that you have a book called the debt detox, yes. right? So you do a lot of things that, as it relates to helping people with their finances okay. and really thinking about this idea of financial freedom yes. and the potential and the power of entrepreneurship, that it is literally possible that you, and if you can, if you can get your mind to believe and have the confidence And having that confidence in your gift or your skill or ability in yourself and being willing to do the work, to do the due diligence, then having that financial freedom is a highly probable thing for you to have.
1: Absolutely.
0: But the truth is that there was so much fear. And I want you to talk a little bit about that because we're looking at you and you look fearless, like, yes, 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 I was born, I woke up like this. You know I mean? <laughs> we don't all wake up like that, you know? And so there's a big wall of fear that mm-hmm. people feel. And even for me, coming into entrepreneurship, there was so much self-doubt,
1: mm-hmm. not,
0: not about my ability, but it was the scared of failing. It was the, it was the confidence that you need to believe that you can compete, that you do deserve to be financially free, that you do really deserve to have success. Like all of these other things that kind of rise up in us as we are venturing out. And so it wasn't until I started to come against that part of myself. And I had to think about what was my belief system? What was I taught? Cause I didn't have grandparents that were, you know um, you know doing their own businesses per se. I mean, other than grandparents that worked on the farm in South Carolina, stuff like that. But, you know, I had two working class parents with very, I would say limited um, visions of what was possible. So the teaching that I got was to get a good job, right? It was about finding that good job, playing it safe, you know, having the pension, like that was the, that was the box that I was kind Mm -hmm. of, brought up in yeah i didn't see it done any differently i just saw hardworking individuals trying to protect what they had amassed and so it took a lot of retraining of the brain to be able to see myself differently than the way that i always kind of had myself in a box so can you talk a little bit about how maybe or if you've come across that or even with some of your clientele is yeah. that it's not about the ability, but it's about the mindset. Can you talk a little bit about that?
1: Absolutely. So mindset is something that is supremely significant to success. It is. Uh, whether you're fixed or have a growth mindset is going to determine the path that you will grow and go or not. Right. right. And so one of the things that when we first start the program day one, We're focusing on reconciling with ourselves. So, financial reconciliations. Mm -hmm. What are the mistakes that you have made? You have seen other people make like your mother, your father, somebody you grew up with that it it affected you so much that it became your burden? What is something that you need to forgive yourself for so that you can move forward from Mm -hmm. that and it not hold you back anymore? Because what I discovered when I was first doing the class, I created a program like six years ago Mm -hmm. and I would be on my path, you know, having people do this, do that, do the. And they would always end up hitting a wall. And I was like, why? I see the excitement. I feel the energy from them. I see the determination. What would happen? What would happen is they would go along that path and then something would remind them. And that is how, uh, I'll say the enemy, that is how the negative forces work in our lives. They'll Mm -hmm show up when we least expect it and remind us you're not that great, Right, but it's a lie. They'll say to us, you remember when you did this, remind us of our mistakes. You remember Mm -hmm. how that set you back 10 years. If you hadn't done that, and it'll tell you a story that will continue to play in your mind over and over. So one of the things that we have to do daily is be intentional. Mm -hmm. We have to listen to audios we have to listen to meditation I wake up I love listening to piano worship we have to begin to feed ourselves and intentionally do it because it's not just going to be out here in the air like you got to intentionally feed yourself the good turn off the tv put away the phone especially when you're starting your day and ending it Even in the middle of the day, when you have high stress, take a moment and stop. I pray, take a moment and stop and breathe. Take a moment and stop and detach and center yourself Mm -hmm. because the world is going to try to take over. That is what the world does, which is filled with a bunch of negativity. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm a, a minister as well, so I could talk about some scripture Mm-hmm. um, about, uh, principalities, but I'm not going to go all the way over there, but we are fighting yeah. a battle every day against ourselves because it's a whole bunch of stuff going on within us. Mm-hmm. And so one of the things that I do with my clients is I speak with them about mindset before we can go any further, whether it's a business client mm-hmm. or a financial consulting client, because I had a client uh, a couple of years back. And we were trying to get her salon really moving. She wanted to go into styling as well, image consulting and things of that nature. Mm-hmm. And her clients, her salon clients were blowing her up. They loved her. Yeah. She did not love herself. Oh come So on, as man. much as they were, oh, I love you. My haircut is the best. Oh, yeah. can you style me? Oh, can you do this? Oh, can you do that? Mm-hmm. She was beating herself up to yeah. where I couldn't even talk with her about raising her prices mm. or any of that. So we had to take a step back and I had to put on my personal development hat yeah. and really help build her up. Um because of that fear, back to what your question was earlier, that fear was holding her back and that fear was self-imposed. Yep. That fear people were telling her all the positives, but the thing that that was her foundation, something along the way a story that she was told, she chose to hold on to that yeah. and believe it. And statistically speaking, we hold on to the negative way more than we do That's the awesome. positive. Somebody can tell you you're beautiful. Mm-hmm. But that one person that comes and says, like for, to you, for instance, why you change your hair? Right. That right. one person for someone,
0: sure. you
1: know, sure. it's going to, te- they're going to hold on to that. Well, maybe I shouldn't wear my hair like this. Maybe I shouldn't do this. Maybe I shouldn't do that. So mm-hmm. imagine you're trying to build a business. Mm-hmm. And you're going to the people that you love. Come on and they're, you're saying love. to them, right? The people that love you too, right? Yeah, they love us. You're telling them all of these ideas, these visions that God has given you, something outside of you mm-hmm. has given you. Yeah. And you're going to people that have no idea of the lens that you, you see through and asking them to be your guide. It's kind of like a, you know, it, it's kind of like a... A dichotomy situation it doesn't make sense right. and so but that's what we do mm-hmm. and so that continues to cultivate and nourish that fear that's already waiting to come out yep. because of life the things that have been thrown at us the things that we have seen that we never even experienced right. causes fear in us right. and so that's one of the exercises that we do in my in my workshops like we have to tackle the fear uh, when we talk about collaboration businesses working together, even going out and networking, Right. one of the biggest culprits to fear is self. We are egotistical. Yes. And I don't mean that in a, in a bad way, but we do carry a lot of self um, pride, a lot of focus on self as humans, because we want to be safe, which is yeah. fine. We want right. to be secure. So what I talk to people about is two things. First of all, somebody is waiting for you to show up and shine, so that they can also have permission to do the same. As Marianne Williamson says in her poem "Our Deepest Fear," which is one of my favorite poems.
0: My favorite. Poem.
1: Is it one of your? It's one of your favorites too. Yeah, it's your favorite. It is. And then in the Word of God, which I totally co-sign on in Matthew 5 and 16, it says, let your light so shine before men so that they can see Mm -hmm. your good works, not for you, but to glorify our father, which is in heaven. Mm -hmm. And so I can't make it about me because I have assignment. I have an assignment. I have something that I have to do. It can't be about me. I might be sad. I might be tired. I might be nervous. I might have fear, but it can't be about me. It has to be about something greater and bigger than me which is my assignment and that helps people once you can take the 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 uh, focus off of you mm-hmm. and put it on something else it helps people to actually move forward and that's so, one of the focuses
0: i love that and you, you 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 said so many you dropped so many wonderful jewels so i'm um, <laughs> picking all of that good stuff up uh, excellent i love when you talked about you know the narrative right our self-talk yeah the things that we hold on to. And, you know, we really have to take a deep dive and look at our own way of self-sabotaging and our own limiting beliefs of what's possible for us. And just like you said, so many people can affirm you and say, yo, that's the bomb. I love the way you did that. But something inside of us is saying, I'm not quite enough, right? So when we're talking about this path of entrepreneurship, those are the deep dive, bigger things it's more than just making a business plan you have to have a certain level of healed in your heart in your mind a certain level of maturity and understanding of yourself emotional intelligence so that you won't be your own worst enemy and those are a lot a lot of the blockages of why i mean statistically um correct me if i'm wrong but a lot of small businesses after five years, they, they close. They don't have the staying power. They don't have that longevity. And there's a lot, yeah. of a myriad of reasons. It's easy to start, but it's not always so easy to really see it through and have that consistency. So it's like, how do you create that longevity? And these are some of the things that will come up. Another, one of the things that you said that was really powerful is partnership and networking. You know, people think, you know, because you have the skill that you can do all things. You cannot have success or the great get to the level of success that you want being a one-man band. You need some other people to play some other instruments because you may have an expertise in one area, but you're not going to be great at everything. Right. (laughs) It's so important for you to collaborate. You have to have some humility. You have to be willing to share, you know, the stage with some people and be able to come together and let everybody bring their brilliance to the table without being intimidated. Because if you're going to play on the winning team, you want the best players on your team. You know what I mean? Like Shaq and and, uh, Michael Jordan, like we're not competing with each other. We all out here trying to dunk, trying to win. Because if your success is my success, when you shine, I shine. And if you're not mature enough to be able to handle that, then you're going to keep tripping over your own feet in this business of entrepreneurship because Absolutely. those, those tools are so essential. Now I want to just jump on. And you said that you, I saw recently that you are now going to ministerial school. Uh-huh. Um, and I'm so excited and congratulations for that journey. Thank you. Thank you. Um, and so, but you started to talk about the spiritual aspect of mm-hmm. things as well. Yeah. Um, and I want to just kind of hang my hat on purpose, because I think that when we talk about success, what is success? The definition of success. And as we said, you know, the world is not your friend. OK, they're not your friend. So part, part of this process is really, you know, what does the word say? Be you know, be of in this world, but not of this world. Right. So it's really being able to know when you have to turn the world off so that you can turn up the volume and what the spirit of God is saying inside of you. Right. And so I think that, We have to be able to define what does success look like? Is success a number sign? Is it when I reach a million dollars, then I'm successful? Or is success to you being able to complete that task that Kimberly is talking about? Being Mm -hmm. able to be in alignment with your purpose, your God-given purpose. And part of that, and what I find in working with people, um, is that a lot of times we don't know what our purpose is. -hmm. Right, we 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 want to make money. We see people, you know, blowing up on on social media. They live in their best life. They're like, yeah, I want some of that. But what is it that God, your Creator, by whatever name you call Him or Her, what are they calling you to do in your life? Right. So, can you talk a little bit about how did you find your purpose and that passion? When did you know this is what it is that I'm supposed to be doing? Or are you just kind of leaping into what feels good and what you feel led to do at this moment and that moment? How did that journey go for you inwardly?
1: You know what? It was a it was a definitely like a, a roller coaster. Okay. For me, it was a roller coaster for me because I I was leaping into this and into that. I was very certain when mm-hmm. I was young. I was very certain at a young age. Yeah. And then I would say in my twenties it began to be more of a seeking passion. Mm-hmm. Um, and not in less certainty, even though I had my degree, yeah. um, I had made some, account, you know, had some successes. Mm-hmm. I still, I became more curious as to what more there was because I felt like something was missing. Okay. And so for me, purpose is different than passion. I have a lot of passion. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have a lot of passion. I could be passionate one week about eating pizza And in another week, don't want it. You know, you can be passionate about uh, so many things. You can be passionate in a relationship. And then two weeks from from. Today he says something a,
0: crazy, and you're right and the passion
1: anymore. is <laughs> So we, we have to, I've learned that you know I have to be careful with passion. Mm. Passion is definitely an amazing tool, tool, and it it's a good it's gas. Indicator. It's like gas.
0: An indicator.
1: It's a, it's a, it's like gas. Yeah, it's right. gonna you put you gotta have some of that in your tank in right. order to go. Right. But you need so much more. There are more parts to the car than right. just the gas, right? And so <laughs> right, and so but so purpose for me was simple okay and once I discovered it 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 took it was a journey I remember in 2010 God spoke to me about comparison it's just one day I just had this this thought you will be defeated on your journey to success you will be defeated by comparison that's just what I heard nice on your journey to success you will be defeated by comparison so don't compare beat your best. Right. That's clearly, that's what I heard. And so okay. from that day forward, I know it was God, right? Cause yeah. come on. Right. So 2010 is when I decided I'm not going to compare to everybody else. It wasn't a perfect road because that's what we do often, especially as women, yeah. uh, we compare. But the more, every time I would, I would have that same quote and reminder. So my hashtag for a while was beat your best. Mm-hmm. And it's something that I still play with here and there because I needed to, in order to find purpose, God needed to share that with me. He needed yeah. to tell me that there are going to be a lot of people that come across your path, yeah. but you need to focus on the thing that I have for you, right? right? The abundance that I have for you, the plan that I have for you. Yeah. And so purpose became about serving him. Yes. So that is our ultimate purpose. That is what I feel. E- if once people, and, and I don't force my beliefs on anybody. Sure. However, I am strong in them. Right. And I believe that I believe in them so strongly that I don't worry myself about money. I don't worry myself about chasing clients, any of that. I don't worry myself with those things. What I focus on is purpose, serving God. What does that mean? Right? That means I need to be kind. That means I need to be diligent. I need to be a steward of my time and energy, which mm. includes work, yeah. right? I need to be, I don't need to be uh, complaining. I need to be joyful, grateful. Mm. I need to be meek and humble. The There's some the attributes and character, right? Mm. And in order to be the fruit of the spirit, that means I'm trying to walk in fruit, right? I can't have bad seed in order to multiply sure. and I want to multiply. And sure. so- purpose for me, like I said, is really serving a higher power than myself, God, and Mm -hmm. all the attributes that come with that lead me to opportunities. Mm -hmm. So they lead me to people asking me to be on a podcast. They lead me to people asking me to come and speak for their nonprofit or their other organization It leads me to somebody contracting me for this or for that. I don't necessarily seek out everything that I get because of the fact that I walk in purpose. And like I said, that purpose is to serve God. Now don't get me wrong. I work. Yeah. I work. I have to have a plan. I have to have structure. I have to have quarterly. Sure.
0: I have to have
1: strategy, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. I have to do those things, but do I let that be my purpose to make a dollar No, I don't. And so I have been a hustler. You know, I have been a person (laughs) that barely slept, worked several, you know, several businesses, even while pregnant. I've been that person, but I have more peace today because I focus on purpose.
0: So I'm glad that you said that when you talked about hustling and stuff like that. Talk a Mm -hmm. little bit about work-life balance. How Mm -hmm. do you do that? Because you are a mother. Mm -hmm. Um, Are you, are you currently married? I don't know your relationship status and you don't have to be it none of my business girl.
1: (laughs) Okay. No, I'm, I'm, I'm very, I'm not married, but I'm definitely um, connected. I I believe in relationships. I still have a great relationship with my ex.
0: Okay. Wonderful. So how, how have you, because sometimes, oftentimes we see someone who's so driven, who's so passionate and so hungry, and Mm -hmm. you have to be, like you said, you have to have that passion in your tank. You have to be willing to go above and beyond. You ain't going to get always eight, not eight hours of sleep. You're going to have to be willing to sacrifice. You can't watch your, you know, married at first sight um, or, you know, when it come on, you might have to deal yeah. it and catch it on under at a later yeah. time. Yeah. But how have you been able to find or have you been able mm-hmm. to create holistic, what I call holistic success where you're not chasing something so much that you then sacrifice the most important things right like you know are you you know how do you still show up as a mom and be there for her for her different things and be this powerhouse woman how do you show up for your man and meet his needs that looks like sometimes closing the laptop you know changing your schedule so you can have those date nights and stuff like that yeah. how do you create that what does that look like? So,
1: um, don't have a man. Okay. <laughs> but when I did, okay, <laughs> um, I, I've been a business owner, like I said, for a while. Um, yeah. he, you know, the, it's having the support,
0: support.
1: Uh, which takes communication. Mm-hmm. This mm-hmm. is my schedule this week. This is how it's going to be Saturday. Mm-hmm. This is this. Can you support me? Can you help me? I, need, I mean, you ha- I just communication helps in all of the areas that you just mentioned even with my daughter who's 12 she'll be 13 soon I communicated with her in January I said I have some goals babe that I want to achieve by the end of March so from January to March mommy's going to be really busy so this is what I want you to do can you just write down some time of different things that you want to do so we can make sure to implement that time and then for spring break it'll be all about you you know like and so I told her that in advance. So whenever I'm busy and I, you know, have to have longer hours or some time to myself to write papers or what have you and do work or client calls, she already has understood. She's already been told that. And she knows I love her. Yeah. I give lots of hugs as well you know, give me a hug. but um but yeah communication
0: yeah
1: communication is a big um even with uh asking for help
0: mm-hmm. you know
1: asking my uh family members throughout the years can you pick sophie up from school that's my daughter's name mm-hmm. can you do this for me can you do that for me and back to collaboration yeah uh, i do not do anything by myself i i do a lot I do a lot, but I also have people, if I don't ask, they ask me if they can help. I have people who volunteer and, um, who I have on staff or I collaborate with. Mm -hmm. I collaborate often with my graphic designer. Um, I do affiliate partnerships where I'm a referral resource for your company. And so therefore it comes back to me. Um, and so those are things, those are relationships are so significant to entrepreneurship. Mm which networking is a huge component of that. And one of the things I tell people who have a, who say they're introverts, everybody's an introvert now, there are true introverts, yeah. but there are also people who have social anxiety. And I need yes. people to understand the difference. Mm-hmm. If you have social anxiety, then that may be something that you need to see a therapist about because you it could be holding you back. If you're an introvert and you're truly an introvert, which is a you know personality type, yes. then I know several introverts who still, go out and network and mm-hmm. then they just come home and re-up they shut down for the rest of the night right? right and do what they need to do to get their energy back right so I think it's significant for an entrepreneur to understand which you are so mm-hmm. that you can be successful so if you're a person who has social anxiety and networking provides you that social anxiety and so you don't want to do it one of the exercises I tell them to do is figure out what sort of Uh, intentional networking you need to do Mm -hmm. if you're sort of don't like being in the room with people which most people don't these days so if you have social anxiety you don't want to wear a mask and all that stuff so do some online networking but be intentional about it Mm -hmm. make sure that it's a group of people that are going to serve your purpose the goals for your business that you need for that quarter Mm -hmm. for the year Make sure also to be learning from other people in your industry. So do some networking there so you can collaborate potentially. There's LinkedIn, there's Eventbrite, there's Facebook groups, all these resources for networking, but don't not network just because of that. So find maybe one a month, start there. Then maybe go to two a month and work your way up and use the tools that you have before you, emailing, following up, you can build so many different things uh, behind the scenes without ever having to be in the room with someone. No. So those are the things that I, you know, I, that has helped me to be able to do. I don't have social anxiety, but I, I have had moments where we all have moments where we just can't, right? We just, we no. need a break. Indeed. And so in order to have that balance, you talked about work-life balance, you also have to recognize I've had to recognize because I would hustle and go, 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 and then have burnout. Mm-hmm. And burnout is a horrible thing for an entrepreneur Ugh, yes for it anybody,
0: is. It is. but
1: especially for an entrepreneur, a lot of people are getting burned out so much earlier than fourth quarter. Now,
0: you know what? Um, I'm, I'm so glad that you said yeah. that. Mm-hmm. Um, talk a little bit about, right now is the great resignation, right? Yeah, I did a and, post
1: about that.
0: Yeah, so with the, with the whole pandemic and yeah. you know, everything that has really been unearthed, this new yeah. information that we have access to, which teaches us that there are many ways to skin a cat. Yeah, so it really, we, it forced us to come out of the box to mm-hmm. see that, you know, what are the options really for me? Like I could stay home and still be productive. I can, I can, you know, like spend more time with my kids and my family and go to work. I don't have to commute. Like there's so many ways to Mm -hmm. do life that people are now rethinking, creating the life that they really, really want for themselves, you know? And so that's one of the things that I I talk to people about too, is that think about the life that, the way you want your life to look. And then create your business around that, not yeah. create your business and then try to fit your life around your business. Don't put the cart in front of the horse. Think yeah. about the yeah. quality of life that you want to be able to cultivate. If you want to be present for your children, if you want to be able to vacation twice a year, whatever that looks like, then you build your business. But if we have the power to be able to do that. And I think that there's so many people that are waking up and that's why they're like, quitting their jobs, starting businesses. What are your thoughts on that before we begin to close?
1: Yeah, that great resignation is yeah. um, all that you said, you know, not just people who wanted to necessarily start their business, but they realize they have other options. Yeah. They're not getting treated fairly on the job. They are not uh, making, making money. Money, Right. Yeah. It's so yeah. many reasons why people, and then also the health, you know, health, Health, needing to come home to be with a, a family member or being yeah. concerned about getting uh, COVID or what have you. So, so many reasons for that. And one of the things that I think um, is super significant to this next phase. So one of the things that I teach in my class and people need to understand, I love, so hustle can't last always. Hustle is <laughs> it's, two, it's two things. Yeah. It's a mindset and it's a physical disposition. Sure. And so you can hustle and I believe in a hustle, go, 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 right? But you have to have a plan behind the hustle or you're burning yourself out. Indeed. By that, if you will make 400 to 600 additional dollars, then you will be financially free way sooner than that person who didn't do that little hustle. So I do encourage people, what are your gifts and skills? Mm-hmm. Create an additional income that brings Monetize. in a 400 Yeah, monetize that $400, $600 a month. It doesn't seem like a lot. We spend that a month sometimes on food and eating out entertainment. But what if that could change? What if you could bring that extra income in to be able to knock out debt, student loans, all these different things, Mm -hmm. then it's going to change the trajectory of your life and everybody most people rather want to be financially free. Of course. And so the hustle needs to be intentional, mm-hmm. but it can't last always, right? The hustle where you're just go, 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 never spending time with family, never spending time with friends, right. always right. going. You might have the money, but what is it doing to your heart health? Out this out is health, health. Yeah. What is it doing health health. to mm-hmm. your, to your body? What is it doing? Are you, you know, people are just dropping Yeah, people that seem healthy are just dropping from having heart attacks and things like that. And a lot of them are over overdoing it with hustling and all that. So we got to have a balance, Mm -hmm. because we have to be here. And I am an advocate of balance, not just financially, but across the board, it all goes together. So financially, physically, spiritually, mentally leads to emotional you know, all of those. So, Mm -hmm. yeah,
0: that's good stuff. So there you have so many businesses. So I want to give you an opportunity to one, tell us about all of the things, because you do all Mm -hmm. the things. Tell us about all of the things and ways that people can connect with you and how they can connect with you on social media and the services Mm -hmm. that you provide that you'd be able to uh, service. Mm
1: -hmm. So my business is Kimberly Winborn LLC. And then I have a nonprofit called Beauty 180, which you mentioned earlier. And then, um, so those are primarily my two businesses, right? I have two businesses. Now I do have several programs and different components underneath those businesses like Coffee and Collaboration Media is a component of uh, under Kimberly Winborn LLC. That's the media side. So uh, my company is a financial services, business consulting and communications consulting company, Kimberly Winborn LLC. So we work on public relations, we work on communication strategy, which mostly we're doing podcasts, TV shows, uh, content creation, things like that, in order to give people the tools to, to build community, build clientele, grab their target market. And then, of course, the financial consulting, which the debt detox program is the main program. We're taking people through the process of cleansing, the toxic financial habits that have held them back for way too long in order to win, which they're born to do. And that's a play on my name, Kimberly Winborn. So I just always say people are born to win. And so that's Kimberly Winborn LLC. And the nonprofit is basically uh, something that I have had for maybe three years now. We support women in transition. I have been doing that prior to. So I would go in pro bono and um, serve in the capacity of financial consultant I would credit repair, uh, life insurance, uh, wealth strategies, even going into the prison system to help people through mindset development, talking mm-hmm. about even being an entrepreneur. And when you come out, what you can do financially. We did homeless benefit dinners and also working with women who are victims of or overcomers of domestic violence. And so that's the nonprofit's pur- purpose to really build help Help to rebuild and strengthen not just the mother, but the family unit of that person who has been disenfranchised, that woman and that family that's trying to get back on top. Mm -hmm. So, those are really the two businesses. As I said, I've been a salon owner and uh, a stylist since 2002. Yeah, so twenty years, over a mm-hmm. little over two thousand and two. So that's something that I still do, but only part time. Um, it's a component of the nonprofit, so that's why I still do that. And we have some goals around um, that. And of course, you know, people can get in touch with me through Kimberly Winborn LLC. That's it's easy to see right there behind me. Yes, it's at Kimberly Winborn LLC on Facebook, mm-hmm. Instagram, and LinkedIn, and then also Kimberly, just myself or KimberlyWinbornLLC.com. And then for Beauty 180, same thing, just at Beauty 180 everywhere. And um, so once they go there, it kind of lead them to everywhere else. Coffee and Collaborations Media is at Coffee and Collaborations um, everywhere. And so for anybody that's interested in starting a podcast, or being a podcast guest, yeah, Uh, love to connect with them. Um, That is something that I've been able to do in order to help businesses gain exposure. Mm -hmm. Just interviewing them and having a conversation much like you're doing right now. And Mm -hmm. we have under Coffee and Collaborations Media, a TV show called Love and Flow TV, a (laughs) podcast called Thank God It's Fashion Friday. And then my podcast was The Ultimate Fan, which is Friends Accountability Network as an acronym podcast and so those are all the pieces of me um the praying ceo is a community for women who are entrepreneurs that just love to pray Mm want to build up a relationship with god Uh, we have programming and different things that we do we get together we support each other and collaborate so um the praying ceo is a component of beauty 180 incorporated the nonprofit. And so for any but woman of God, or even some men are in there who love to pray or want some prayers, especially concerning your business, whatever's affecting it, we would love to have you guys to join us. Um, so that's all the pieces of me. And I would love to connect with, you know, anybody that wants to connect to me yes. to get some financial counseling, to go through the debt detox program, to get some prayer um, some, some, some love and care and concern Mm -hmm. because sometimes that's all a person needs. They don't need you to, you know, talk them to death. They just need somebody to listen and to love on them. And so uh, that's who God made me to be. And I'm glad to walk in that. Thank
0: you for having me. Are you kidding me? Listen, this has been tremendous. I'm going to have to listen to this a couple of times because there was so many, uh, so much great information that you gave and you just know that people are watching and you are true inspiration. I don't know if you eat Wheaties from breakfast, (laughs) lunch, and dinner. I don't know what, what you put in your smoothie that keeps you with all of this great energy and creative ideas for these wonderful businesses. But I just wish that we all could just have just a little piece of what you have naturally that God has truly blessed you and clearly given you an assignment, but not just that he's equipped you to be able to you know, do all of the things that he has put in your heart and in your mind to be able to do. So I pray that he will continue to bless your business, that as you go forward you and you're shining your light in the way that you do, there's so many people that are just inspired by your light to make us say, you know what, at least let me get one of these ideas off the paper and get them because if Kimberly is out there winning big, man, we got to we got to do our thing, bro. We got to we do all it. <laughs> winners. We got all born to win. We, were we are born all win. winners.
1: That's God winning. does not make any junk. And That's so exactly. we That's have to remind ourselves that daily. That's what helps to keep me going.
0: Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Absolutely. It takes all of that, but you're doing a fantastic job. I'm so glad that you took the time to share your wisdom and your heart and your beautiful spirit with us at the Urban Parlay podcast. So we'll definitely- stay connected. Hopefully I'll be able to do some work with you somewhere. We can collaborate on something, So, but yeah. So thank you. I hope that you have been blessed as I have been blessed today and motivated and inspired to say, you know what? Um, You know, it's only February. We've got 10 more months to 2022. So whatever you put on that list of things that you wanted to accomplish, you've got plenty of time. You've got some motivation and you've got people that are out here grinding it out you can too. So get out of your own way. Let's get into it. You are born to be successful. God has equipped you. Believe in yourself because you can do it. We believe in you. So God bless you. And thank you all for watching um, and listening. And I will see you next time on the Urban Parlay. Peace. Thanks for tuning into today's episode of the Urban Parlay podcast. If you have enjoyed this content, please go ahead and subscribe and then Invite all your friends. Tell them to come hang out and vibe with your new tribe. If you would like to support with a donation, you can do so via Cash App at dollar sign, urban parlay podcast and via PayPal at paypal.me forward slash urban parlay. Thanks. It's the Urban Parlay. with the tribe right here on the urban palace